Awesome. Kia ora whanaunga. Kia ora whanau. Kia ora. Good to be home. Well, it's like home. It's good to be here. Thanks, Dave and uh, Kate. And such an honor to be in this great house of God. You know, what a foundation you guys have, you know, are standing. What a legacy. You know, Pastor Mike and Joy over there in Taiwan now influencing the nation. You know, it's just, just phenomenal. You're, you know you're a blessed church, eh? In- inheritance has come down the line. And there's a great inheritance on this house. There's a, sh- there's a huge mantle of breakthrough over this house. It really is. And uh, I'm going to do what I can do this morning to help activate more of that in Jesus' name. Anyway, so, um, man, I don't know what's been going on this morning, but you know, I've spoken in three different languages I've never spoken in before, just uh, while we're worshiping the Lord. And uh, one and a couple of them are angelic tongues. So there's a shift coming, eh? And, um, yeah, exciting. So um, how many would like to see more of the healing presence or the miracle presence of Jesus on the streets, not just in church, yeah? And, and if you were given a gift of healing, a, a gift to, to impart the presence of Jesus on the streets or anywhere you go, just by a simple prayer, if you were given that gift and you know that as soon as you prayed that gift and activated that gift, the presence of God would fall upon people, how many would activate, use that gift? How many are hooey hooey and how many are dewey dewey? Well, not the hooey hooey's here. Okay, so I'm here to preach the, to the Dewey Deweys, not the Hui, not the Hui Hui's. Okay, so and I know you're a great church of, of Dewey Dewey. So what I want to do is I want to impart something. Romans 1:11, Paul said that. Now he, he he went to the Romans. He wanted to impart a spiritual gift that was for their benefit, to help establish them. And so I've been able to impart this gift for for over the years now. I've been doing this myself for for decades, releasing the presence of God and seeing the miraculous hand of God just change lives, heal diseased bodies, do what the doctors say are impossible. We've got doctors in Gizzy Hospital. They've got records of of cancers there one one week, next week gone, disappeared. Uh, Eye disease, head disease, rheumatoid arthritis. They can't figure it out, but it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Because I'm not building a name for myself. I'm building a name for Jesus. If you want to build something that's going to last, don't build a name for yourself. Don't build a ministry for yourself. Don't even build a church for yourself. Build a church for for Jesus, for the name of Jesus. Because if we lift his name, he draws everybody. It's all about Jesus. I can't heal, but Jesus can. He's the healer. He's actually, he's already healed the people. I love that. Amen back there. Amen. You got it. You're hearing me. Out of the mouth of babes. So, So you would use that. So I want to impart that gift to you. And it's, 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 an active thing. It's based on James 4, 8. If you draw near to God, He will. He won't step away from you. you draw, if you draw near to God, He will. So if God is... Brother, would you just come up here just for a second, just an illustration. He's a little fella. Are you going to be big when you grow up? <laughs> just stand over here, bro. Uh, you know, there's, there's realms of spirit, there's realms of natural. You know, when Jesus died, that the curtain was torn from top to bottom, signifying that any believer now in Jesus Christ, by the blood of the Lamb, we can go through that veil, through that curtain. There used to be a curtain separating the priests from the holy place and the holy of holies. There used to be a curtain. But the, the high priest, if he stood outside the holy of holies, he's in the holy place, he could put his hand through there into another dimension. Say dimension. He could just put his hand through that veil, that curtain, and would go into another dimension. From the outer court, there was a presence of God. But in the holy place, the presence of God intensified. But when you go into the holy of holies, you're in the manifest presence of Almighty God himself. You're in another dimension altogether. You know, and there's 60-fold, 30-fold, 100-fold. You know, you get what you get. <laughs> you get out what you put on. What you want from God, you get. Now, I, wanna, I want more of God. 
I don't want just dirty fault. I don't want out of court touch of God on my life. I don't want just you know a shallow. I want an up. I want to be in a river over my head. I want to be lost. I want to drown in the river of God. So I, I'm learning to go deeper and deeper into His presence. And now He's always with me. He's always with us. But just giving you some stuff here. So He could put His hand through the curtain. He'd be in a, his hand would be in another dimension. Woo! <laughs> Stargate. <sighs> and, and it's real dimensions. Now, when Jesus died, those curtains all got torn. <laughs> and by the blood of Jesus and through faith in him, we can step right into that dimension anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Where once only the high priest could do once a, once a year, any human being, any Christian, any Christian in the earth at any time can come into that same domain, that same dimension of glory. I think we treat it too familiar as Christians in the West, actually. But there's a realm in the Spirit where I've learned how to lock into that dimension of the Holy Spirit. He's right here, he's right here, and I want to teach some of you how to move into that dimension. And if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. Uh-huh. So if Jesus is four steps away from me, and I draw near to him, he's going to draw near to me, right? That's a brother representing Jesus. So if four steps, it means if I take two, he will take. You don't have to move yet, sorry. You might fall over. So um, see, I thought I take two, he'll take two. He said, no, you just take one step, son, because I'll always come closer to you than you ever tried to get to. I loved you before you loved me. I'll always come closer to you. I'm more willing to reach you than you'll reach, reach out to me. You know, the prodigal son, when he, when he, when he sinned and isn't the pigsty and he came home, the father saw him a great while off. The father ran to him. That's the heart of God. God wants to draw near to his people. He wants to draw near to you. He wants you to enter a new realm and a new dimension of his presence. That, that you might think, well, I don't know if he loves him. I don't know if I don't know. I'm not holy enough. Who is? Jesus is holy. He's our holiness. He's our holiness. I'm, I'm as holy as Jesus, tell you the truth. I am holy. I'm as holy as Jesus. Yeah. His holiness. Not mine, his. Okay. Not skiding, but I'm boasting in him. So anyway, if I was say to say to my brother, step into the presence of Jesus on the count of three, and I do this all around the world, you know, he's going to step into the presence of Jesus. He's going to enter into another dimension. Okay. But on the count of three, I want you to just take a step into the presence of Jesus. Just not on the count of three when I hear three. Tahi, Ua, Puru. Glory all over you. That's it. That's it. The Woody, the Holy Spirit, the Rarua Taki all over you. The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. Um, Joe, stand up. There's a ball of joy about to come to your forehead. Ready? Right now. Tahi, ua. Yeah, on your forehead. It's an, actually an angel touching you. It's an angel. Yeah, dance with the angels if you want. <laughs> dance with the angels if you want. Um, now you're in a dimension, you're in a realm of his presence. How are you feeling? Mm. Really, really good. Mm. <laughs> Sounds stoned. <laughs> it, it, it feels like I'm stoned. Yeah. yeah. In our services, people come forward, unbelievers saying, I feel drunk, but not with alcohol. And one man, he just stood up and said to his whole family, come on down, we need to give our lives. So the whole family just came forward because of the presence of God. In fact, and there's one, one little girl in there, she's only 14, she got taken up to heaven about three, four, four weeks ago. And uh, I just said to her the other day, had any more trips to heaven? She said, yes. 
This morning while worshipping, he came and he took me and said he wanted to dance with me. And he said I was floating as we're dancing around and the place was cleared out. Everyone was singing in tongues. And then I said, what is my purpose, Jesus? This is a 14-year-old kid. She says, he said, it is to sing, uh, what is it? It is to sing worse songs to me and to sing the songs of angel vocals that will cause the demons to tremble. This is a 14-year-old kid. Oh, what? Where did you get that? She gets it in the glory realm. And God wants you to come closer to the glory realm. Draw near to me, and he will draw near to you. God bless you, brother. He just was absorbing that and just, yeah, amen. Just bless the, 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 the fire, 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 fire. As I'm speaking, there, some of you will be feeling wind coming across you right now. Just wait, indicate. Just as, as I'm speaking, you're feeling wind, over, like a breeze on your face or a, a breath, like someone just walks past you. Just let me know. Put your hand up. Okay, I want you under. Okay, would you stand up, please? Just stand up. Just, I want to explain what's happening. There, there's angels ready to be deployed on your behalf. Uh, the red, there are angels, there are angels, there are angels around you. And the angels are there to assist you in the assignment that God's called you to. That you're assigned and you're called. And uh, if, if you will deploy yourself and step out, and I'm going to share a message that will hopefully encourage you, and you'll step out. Take your, it's not about taking your faith. Just take your action. You've already got faith. It's already in you. Just take your action. And when you action that faith, you're going to find God's going about to, to release souls into the kingdom. He's going to, he's going to do something as you activate that faith. That's not There's the presence of God now. Now, it's the Holy Spirit is here, but it's angels touching you right now. There's angels around you right now. Angels are ministering spirits. They are, uh, yeah, God, the Lord calls them winds. He calls them messengers of fire. That's hot, isn't it? So I just bless the calling. We bless the assignment of God that's on your life. And as the Lord releases you and he deploys you to that, that these angels are going to assist you in bringing about to pass that assignment for it's all for the glory of Jesus. It's all for the honor of his name. So I don't know what that means for you personally, but there you go anyway in Jesus' name. <clears throat> okay. Who would like to see God do something they've never seen before? Oh, way. Well, you're going to take your face somewhere where it's never been before. Okay. So if you always stay where you've always been, you're always going to see what you've always seen. God can't do anything different if you stay in one place. So we know the, the could you, Derek, could you put number one up, please? There we go. Oh, no, that's me. Uh, and there's Peter. Remember Peter on the water? It's in Matthew chapter 14, verse 25 to 29. I'm not going to go right, right through the whole thing, but they were they they in the storm, and they saw this figure walking on the water, and they thought, ah! And they're freaking out, 12 disciples. And uh, they, it's a ghost. It's, it's, it's an apparition. And, um, and, and so they're, free, they're full of fear. You know, sometimes in the storms, God is giving us opportunities to do something we've never done before. But sometimes we get cl- our eyes are clouded with fear. But it's actually Jesus. It's actually the Lord in the storm. And if we'll keep our eyes on the Lord in the storm and not on the storm, We'll, be, we'll, we'll get to do things we've never seen before. So, so they're freaking out. And then Jesus says, it's, I don't be afraid. <laughs> so the 11 are discussing this, but not Peter. The, probably the 11 are saying, hey, you can't walk on water against the laws of physics. Who can this be? This is impossible. But not Peter. Peter says, Oi, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. <laughs> I love Peter. So Jesus says, Come. And so Peter, while they're all having hooey-hooey, he's out there doing dewey-dewey. And he does something. He sees something no one else has ever seen before. He sees God do something in his life that no one else has ever seen before. 
while the others are having a hooey hooey about the presence of God, here's Peter out there walking on water, walking on water, walking on water. He saw God do something he'd never seen before because he took his faith. He actioned his faith. I, I, I prefer to say he took his action where it never been before. He took his action where it never been before. As a result, God was able to activate something in his life he'd never seen before. If you want to see God do something you've never seen before, you're going to have to take action somewhere where it's never been before. Take your aroha somewhere where it's never been before. Take your aroha. If you want to see God move in the families of your street, I don't believe we should pray prayers for our street to be saved and healed and delivered and fed unless we're willing to be part of the answer. I don't believe that. I don't believe in those prayers. So many times I prayed, oh God, touch that neighbor, touch, feed that neighbor. He says, you take some kai out of your cupboard and you go and give it. To, you go feed your neighbor. Help oh, I, Lord. And so, uh, and when we take the love of God where it's never been before, we see God opening hearts that have never been opened before in Jesus' name. And so, so Peter, he walks out there and lo and behold, there's a supernatural presence. He enters through a veil. He enters through a new dimension and he's moving in a new realm that he's never experienced before because he took his action where it had never been before. <clears throat> and of course, um, <laughs> that, uh, there's this young guy called Kai, Kyle. And uh, he's, he was only 14. It was last year, I think, this happened. Yes, and he's only 14. And he had a, uh, he had a heart problem. And his heart was beating at 200 BPM. That's not good. I don't know about, about medicine, but it was beating at 200 BPM. And he was a very fit, active, young school kid in rugby and so forth, young Māori boy. But um, his heart went crazy. There's no family history of heart disease in his, in his family. And as a result, he couldn't play sport and he couldn't even move without a fear of dying. So he went for two operations, and both operations failed. The, the specialist says, this will cure it. We'll never see you again. By the time he got home, the heart was no difference. He went back again. They did another operation. They said, you'll definitely not see you back. This has cured you completely. He came back, and it's just the same. And so they brought a specialist in from, the, from Australia, and they're about to perform the third, third operation on this young boy. And they said, if this doesn't work, we're going to have to put a pacemaker in him, but he's only, it's too young. We don't like to put them under 16, a pacemaker in someone under 16. So anyway, so, so this kid's about to get his, his uh, operation. It's on, it was Friday, not Friday afternoon. He's, so he's standing there, and he's going to get the operation on Tuesday. I said, um, do you want me to pray for you, bro? He says, yes, please. So I said, on count of three, take a step into the presence, healing presence of Jesus, one, two, three. He took a step forward. The presence of God came upon him. I knew it did. I just prayed for him. Okay. I said, do you feel anything? He said, nah. I said, me neither. Anyway, we'll see what happens. And Tuesday, I got the text from his mother or the Facebook message from his mother, and she's weeping. He said, there's been a miracle. The doctor came out of the surgery early and says, your boy's fine. We, we opened up. There's nothing wrong with him. We can't find any trace of that disease. He's completely healed. He's now up at Auckland University studying and back into a sport. That, that's one of hundreds and hundreds of testimonies I can give you of just people saying, just step into the healing presence of Jesus. Step into that realm. Take your faith where it's never been before by praying for somebody in a way you never prayed before. Get them to action their faith and say, take a step into the healing presence of Jesus on the count of three. One, two, three. They step forward. Most times they feel something. Most times they're brought to tears. Sometimes they just they, they shake and... and I'm talking about sinners, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about unbelievers, okay? I mainly minister the power of God amongst unbelievers. I find it really hard to see Christians healed. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> They've got too many villain arguments and theories. 
Ah, they're away with the fairies and the theories. Ah, we've got time for that. I've got time for that. Oh, by the way, every spirit resisting divine authority in this place, you were brought under judgment already by the Ancient of Days. And uh, Jesus, the Son of God, has already decreed your judgment, and Holy Spirit has executed it. And we just make that declaration here right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There's no huffing and puffing to blow your house down. Your house is collapsed. You're divided and you're crushed. And Jesus, Son of God, is ruler in this atmosphere. Jesus the Christ rules here. So Joshua chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, the priests were told to go down to the Jordan River. Next one, please, uh, Derek. Thank you. And uh, so they said, the priest, as soon as your foot touches the water, the water's going to go back. Now, have you ever seen such a thing? Have you ever gone down to the, what's your river down here? And, uh, I just heard tongues. Anybody, you go down to your river down here, and uh, you put your foot in it. you ever seen it? I mean, great, be great for the white baiters. You know, just like that, just pick up all the fish and the kaimoana, be awesome. Yeah, if that's under the treaty, we'll grab that too. <laughs> just joking, just joking. Tss, get back from me. Uh, anyway, so so they never seen such a thing—a river in flood, just like that. Never seen such a thing. But anyway, they took their action, not their faith. They took their action because they already got faith. You already got faith. So I've got faith. Tell the person next to you, I've got faith. Okay? We were born again with faith. By grace we are saved through faith, and that not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works as any measure. So we've already got great. Faith is already in you. Okay? Romans 12 says we already have a measure of faith. It's not about taking your faith. It's not taking your action. Your faith is already in there. It's already there. Just take your action. Kitimaya! There's this fellow on the plane yesterday, oh, a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. About a week ago, a young Maori fella. And I look on whom the Spirit falls. I don't just share and pray for anybody, but I look on whom the Spirit is resting. That's how the Holy Spirit taught me how to, how to reach people. You, can, you know you're reaching people like that. You can see John the Baptist says on, he said when he saw Jesus come out of the waters, the Spirit of God descended like a dove on him. He said, on whom the Spirit sees, that's the one. And the Holy Spirit, he shows me, and he can show you too, on whom the Spirit is resting. And, uh, and I can tell when there's a heart open and there's a hunger for God, he says, go for it. The Holy Spirit says, go for it. But when there's others, he says, nah, nah, don't go for it. So, oh, Jesus did that? Oh, yeah. Jesus walked past a cripple for, for uh, 30, over 30 years. Is it the gate beautiful? That guy been there since 40. And Jesus walked past that cripple every day, you know, going into the temple, going into the temple. It was Peter and James. So from God, have I none? He got healed, but Jesus didn't heal him. So you've got to understand who it is that the Holy Spirit wants to touch through your life. You've got to learn to sort of work him with the Holy Spirit. So anyway, I said to the, I was looking at this guy, and the Spirit was resting on him. And I said, kia ora, bro, where are you going? He said, oh, I'll go back to Blenheim. Gizzy's the place to be. I said, you know it. And uh, he said, I want to come back to Gizzy. I said, you'll never get back to Gizzy unless someone opens a gate. Do you know the God of your forefathers? He said, who's that? I No. I said, he knows you, bro. Oh, okay. So I want to sleep now. <laughs> and the old demon in him. Ah! And he put his hat back and couldn't go to sleep. I says, bro, you want to come back here? He says, yeah. I says, well, before we land in Wellington, I have a karakia for you. Oh, okay. Aye, aye. So as we're coming to land, I says, pray this prayer with me, boy. Uh, God are my forefathers. Please open a door for me for this place back in Tairawhiti. Please guide my feet. I open my heart to you. Please guide me from this day on. The God of my forefathers. His eyes are wide open. He's looking at me. He goes, with a smirk on his face. <laughs> I said, kia ora, bro. Gave him a high five. Just a seed, just a seed. I will see him back in Tairawhiti in the next few months. He'll, he'll come back. God will bring him in. But it's just, 
looking at whom the Spirit is resting. Take your action where it's never been before. Um, put the next one up, bro. Um, that, that's where I did 13 years. That's the freezing works in Omaru. <laughs> and I always thought it's a flipping prison. I hate this place. But when I turned to Jesus, it became my ministry. That became my Bible school. I used to say, God, get me to a Bible school. I want everybody around, all these sinners, all these swearers. You know, they say smoke dope. And he says, such were you, son. And your light shines brightest in the darkest places. And he says, um, this is your Bible school. You're not going to Bible school. Stop asking. And uh, after about three years, I got used to it. And he says, how are they going to hear unless you preach? And I said, well, how do I preach to them? I, I mean, a witness on the chain led many to Jesus on the chain. And he said, at lunchtime, I want you to speak. I want you to get into the car park, and I want you to speak uh, as they're lining up to pay their bills. I've got nowhere to go, so I want you just to share a short, sharp, relevant message to them. I said, no, no, that's got to be the devil. And uh, <laughs> so me and three brothers used to pray every lunchtime in the car park, and the Holy Spirit put it in their heart. They says one day, Norm, God told us, you meant to preach in the car park. I said, what about you? Al says, well, I'm to hand out the tracks, and Pete's going to play the guitar. So um, next one, please. Thanks, Derek. So that, that's where it used to be. This is just last, uh, this year I was down there. And so it, on Thursday, lunchtime, when they've lined up to pay their bill, I would just stand up there. And my knees are a little shocking, shaking. But boldness is not the absence of fear. Boldness is overcoming your fear in spite of it and doing what God's called you to do. And so I was freaking out, man. I wasn't bold as a lion. I was freaking out. But the moment I began to speak, an anointing came upon me. And the minute it went off me, I was like, oh, next Thursday. i got to do it again next Thursday. I did that for about 10 years. But um, I would get up and I would say, hey, guys, how is it? Look, um, uh, New Zealand's one of our number one highest suicides among young people. Why is that? Why do our young people take their lives? I'll tell you why. Because they've got no, nothing to wake up for, to live for, no purpose in their life. And uh, I was like this once too. But I found a person called Jesus Christ, and he put purpose in my life. He awakened me to a new, a new way of living, and his name is Jesus. And if ever you, you're in life, you don't know, you feel like that you're on the edge, I want you to tell you, there's a, man, there's a person called Jesus Christ, and, and he will help you. He'll give you purpose. He gives purpose, so you don't want to kill yourself because he'll give you life. Thanks for listening to me. See you next next week. And I get off. That's all I did. I just took my action where it never been before. And then we began to see souls saved. That freezing works is still operating today. We saw strikes averted. We saw it stopped. And I put it down to the presence of God that we honored Jesus in that place. We lifted his name up. And many souls have been saved in that freezing works. And you can be praying and praying for the freezing works and praying for this and praying for that. But sometimes you've got to take your action where it's never been before. And you'll start seeing God doing stuff you've never seen before. So um, I just want to tell you a couple of more stories and then I want to get into the dewey-dewey stuff. Uh, next one, please, Derek. Uh, uh, every Friday I go on the streets, or most Fridays go on the streets, and I look for souls. So I just assign it to the Holy Ghost, and he directs me to houses. And we, I have a few, few parcels in the back seat, and I knock on doors and say, Kia ora, uh, we're doing a karakia all the way down this street, and we just want, I just want to know, I say, I'm from House of Breakthrough Neighborhood Support. And uh, we want to provide any support, budgeting, uh, counseling for drug addictions, violence, all that sort of stuff. Oh, no, no, we're right, we're right. And also, we've got some food parcels. Oh, okay. So we, we have some little food parcels made up. Would you like a kai? Oh, 
yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you, I'll just go get it. And, and I said, the reason we're doing this <coughs> is because we've shown God's love for you. It's unconditional, no strings attached. That, that's who we are. And, can we, and do you mind if we get your name and your number of your street so that we can pray with you every week? Oh, no, that's fine. So I drop down their name and the number of the street, and we lift their names up every Sunday in our church. We're praying for it every street by street, number by number, name by name, by name street by street. We're just starting this. We've, been, we've, already, we've already gone door to door to every house on our Holy Coast, 11,000 households. We've already delivered um, DVDs and tracks into 11,000 house, uh, 7,000 households already. You've got to take your faith where it's never been before if you want to see God move. And so that's just some of the practical things that we're doing up there. Um, uh, Jesus. Um, um, in a couple of months, I'm off to Pakistan to, with you, you know, Pastor Anwar Fazal that I was introduced through, through uh, Dave. And uh, it's been a wonderful uh, connection because I got to go there last year. And um, you know, I want to win a million souls to Jesus in the next nine years. Just myself personally, not our church. I want to win a million souls to Jesus. In order to win a million, I've got to go somewhere I've never been before. I want to go see God do stuff I've never seen before. I've got to, I challenge myself. I tell my leadership, don't you hold me in the boat. You keep pushing me out of the boat. Don't you freak out because you don't want to go. I'm not coming back to you. I'm going where God's called me to go. Now, I don't know how many years, decades I've got left, but I want to, I want to fulfill them. I want to do stuff that... Huh, I don't want to be up in heaven looking down what I could have done, what I should have, could have. I want to do all that I was born for, all that I was created for. I want to build a name for our God, our King. I want to help our nation be saved. And you've got to do something. You can't just sit back, pray about doing nothing. You've got to do something. So, so my passion is Kairafiti. It's, it's, it's Gizzi. It's the East Coast. It's Old Teodoro. That's, that's my passion, of course. But Jesus didn't say, go to your nation. He said, go ye to the world. And his final, re, re, final words of the Son of God, the final instructions to the church was, go ye into all the world, preach the gospel, all creatures. He that believes and baptized will be saved, but he that believes not will be damned. And these signs will follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak in other tongues. And they'll uh, take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, they'll not be harmed. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And so they went out and they preached the gospel. Or the Lord, sorry, he was received up into heaven. And they went out and they went dewey-dewey. And they preached the gospel. The Lord working with them, confirming their word with signs following. So where do we see it? That as they took, as they actioned their faith, God worked through them. You know, there's a lot of prayers. God, move, move on our nation. You know what? I've been to heaven three times. And I've heard, and I've heard from the heart of the Father. And he said, listen, son, listen out here. God, move, God, move. And God said, if only my people would move. I'm waiting for my church to move. And they're asking me to move. There's got to be a generation that can hear that cry. There's got to be a generation that hears the cry and stops praying for God to move and starts taking their action and actioning their faith. Dewey, Dewey, in Jesus' name. So, anyway, action's better than hearing, isn't it? So, how many would like that gift of healing, like, like me to pray, you know, show you how to release that gift of healing? How many here? Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get one line of people up along this side and another line facing, and you're going to face one another. Okay, so you're going to peer off. Just come on up very quickly. If you're a visitor and you're first time here and you said, I don't know whether you'd like to do this, come on up. No, my, hi, my. We're all fine over here. So uh, just sort of peer yourself off, off with somebody. You don't have to come up. Don't worry. It's okay. okay. 
I was at a church down in Upper Hutt uh, earlier this year, and we did this in this church down there. It was a lot smaller than this church. It was only about, I don't know, 30, 40 people in it. But they had a lot of young people in there. And so the young people started praying over one another, and as they stepped into the presence of God, they, they caught it. And so what they did once the church service finished, I noticed them were in a corner with somebody. Then they went over there, and they're in a corner. I don't know what they're doing. Then I heard them go, yeah! And they're yelling. I thought, man, that's loud. They're pretty rude. We're trying to talk up here. Then they went to the other side of the church, and they were there for a while. Now they were, yeah! They're clapping and shouting. I found out later on, they, went and they applied what they learned right here, right then, to an old lady in the church. For, I don't know, years she hadn't, couldn't be able to, wasn't able to do something. They, they applied this, and she got completely healed right there on the spot. That's why they're going, you crazy. And I was thinking they were rude, and they're going crazy. And then they went and did the same for someone else over there. Prayed, they prayed this gift and saw God release something. That night, they went out into the streets. They went into the um, neighborhoods, and they were stepping people out into the presence of God. Uh, two came to church that night, got saved. I, I thought they were already saved. You know, they were just standing over the other side of the road. So they just these young kids you know, say, why don't you come over to church? Oh, okay, so they came into church and they got saved. They got stepped into the presence of God. So it, it's 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 something you do. It's a tonga, okay. It's not my gift. It's His. He's the healer. You're just the hose, and the water flows through the hose and waters the seed, gives life to the seed. It's not you. It's not the hose. It's the water in the hose, okay? It's the water in the hose. So it's Jesus. He's the, the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name through you. He does the healing. So there's no, this is no mess, Charlie. This is, this is no, spray and walk away. No, this is, where am I going with all this? This, this, is, this, is, this? You don't have to huff and puff. You don't have to try and faith it up in, in Jesus' name. and It's just simple. You just say to them. And you've got to, be, you've got to be confident you're carrying the presence of Jesus, okay? And you are. If you ask Christ, he's already in you. He's more willing to touch people than, than we are often. So all you've got to do is the people with their backs to me, this is your prayer. Let's all start together, but don't move. Just stay where you are. Just say, step into the healing presence of Jesus. On the count of three, and then you count one, two, three. That, that's, that's your prayer. You're going to pray that in a minute. Those of you who are facing me, as soon as they say one, two, three, wait till they say three, then step forward. Now, don't look, don't shut your eyes. Don't look at them because they can't do anything for you. They can't touch you. They're just the medium that God is using. You step forward with an expectancy that God's going to touch you. Okay? Simple. No mess, Charlie. Simple. Okay? Right? Now, don't go step in the healing presence of Jesus. One, two, three. Put some expectation. One, two, three. This is tapu. It's, it's sacred. It's the Holy Spirit. So, let, let, now build expectancy. One, two, three. When the person steps forward. I, I, I wish I could have time to tell you about all the testimonies, all the miracles that we've seen, not just in Old Teotihuacan, but around the world, of people who have all manner of diseases, incurable diseases, over the phone healed from one nation to another as they step people into the presence of Jesus. And it's incre incredible. If you look at it on my Facebook site, there's some testimonies there. Okay, those with your back to me, you ready to do your karakia? Step into the, heal into the healing presence of Jesus on the count of three. One, two, three. Okay, away you go. And don't touch them. Don't lay hands on them. Don't lay hands on them. 
don't lay hands on me. Let God touch them. Let God touch them. Let God touch them. Those of you who took that step forward, if you're feeling the presence of God on you, just would you just hold your hand up for the sake of the person in front of you? Just, just hold your hand up if you're feeling like wind on you or heat on you or just a trembling presence or a fragrance that you can smell all of a sudden, a beautiful fragrance. And those of you who pray, just keep your eyes open and see you prayed for that person and God's touching them right now. I just want to encourage you. And by the way, when you pray, don't shut your eyes, okay? Don't shut your eyes. There's the presence of Jesus. Thank you. That's the wonderful presence of Jesus. See, the, the kingdom... The kingdom means kingdom means the king's domain. The king's domain. Kingdom, the king's domain. And so you, you can't have a kingdom without a king. And you might not know how to extend the kingdom, but you've got to know how to carry the presence of the king. Because without the king's presence, there is no kingdom. And so the first thing about extending the kingdom is learning how to carry the presence of the king. And when you learn how to release the presence of the king in environments, you're releasing the kingdom. The domain of the king is beginning to, and you just never know what's going to happen in the heart of that person. As Pastor uh, uh, Dave was saying, you know, uh, influence, influences, hearts change. Okay, you can take a step back now, please, those who step forward. Is that good? So you're, you're I'm just showing you how to release the presence of God, how to step people into that, that dimension of God. Is it good? You're encouraged? Okay. So those of you facing me, and what happens usually gets it more and more intense and people get drunk and fall over and all that sort of stuff. So if you're going to fall over, listen to me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. If, you're going to f- if you feel like you're going to fall over, no one's going to catch you, so just get down on your knee, okay? There's no brandy points if you fall over. Just get on your knee. It's just the presence of God. Okay, are we ready? Those of you who are facing me, the prayer is step into the healing presence of Jesus on the count of three. One, two, three. Now keep your eyes open when you pray. Don't shut your eyes. Keep your eyes open. Look at the Holy Spirit. See what the Holy Spirit's doing. Where you go? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Away, away, away. Away, 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 away. Those of you who have been touched by the presence of God, we just lift your hand, just raise your hand. Oh, Jesus. Just those who prayed that prayer, just look at the person you prayed for. If you're feeling wind on you, just wave your hand or heat burning through your body or trembling presence going through you or smelling a beautiful fragrance, the fragrance of the Holy Spirit in this room. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may take a step back. Okay. Okay, those face, uh, just take a step back. Those with their backs to me, step your people now into the presence of God. Do the prayer now. Step into the presence of God on the count of three, one, two, three. Where you go, we're going to do it two more times. Okay. If, if you keep your eyes open, you can, some, you can perceive the Spirit resting upon them. You often see it, well, the Holy Spirit shows it different ways to different people, but I often will see a glow come up on their face or just barely perceptible as the presence of the Holy Spirit touches them. They've entered into a dimension that's right there. It's always there. Jesus says, I'm with you always. I'm with you always. He's always with us. And we've got to learn how to help people step into his presence that's always with us. The presence of the king. 
is the first priority in extending the kingdom. If we don't know how to bring people into the presence of the king, how are we going to extend the kingdom? The first step is to know the king, to bring people into the presence of the king. Who's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's the name of the king? What's the name of the king? What's the name of the king? What's his name? Amen. I love his name. His name is more beautiful. Okay, just take a step back now. Now, I'm going through this very fast because we're about to close now. But I want to impart something. Okay, those of you facing me, it's your turn to tell your uh, people in front of you to step into the healing presence of Jesus on the count of three. One, two. Before you do that, think in your head, what is God saying about them? Okay, be thinking, what does God think of them? Now, I mean, it's got to be God. Just an encouraging word. What does God think of them? Because often it releases the, the gift of prophecy flows as well, but we might not have time for that. But anyway, all of you, you ready now? Pray the prayer, step them into the presence of God. On the count of three, where you go, those facing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, Son of God. We cancel, amen, we cancel every demonic assignment. We just cancel that. We just deactivate every demonic assignment and we reactivate heaven's assignments in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Judgment has been made and sentence passed. Thank you, Jesus, for executing it. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for executing it. Let sickness, disease, cancer, leukemia, heart disease, blood disease, go in Jesus' name. Hariatu, hariatu, hariatu. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, you can write hariatu. Hariatu, hariatu, leave, leave, leave. Every particle, every molecule, every cell, every atom infected, leave, leave, leave now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for executing and bringing judgment, Holy Spirit, upon that which is already judged, on that which resists divine authority, divine ordinance in human bodies, souls, marriages, and families, and finances. Right now, Holy Spirit. Execute judgment. Execute judgment for the glory of his name. And everybody said, Amen, <laughs> amen. amen. Why don't you just give the Lord a big hand? Give him a big hand. Yeah. Just hold your hands up to the Lord now. Just turn. Let's just worship. Just hold your hands up. Your name is as ointment poured forth. Jesus, 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 your name is as ointment poured forth, your name as the world wants reality the world wants 
to the, the occult world. They're, they're into the supernatural. Uh, television programs, they're all about the supernatural. The church is meant to be the expression or the doorway or the gateway of releasing the true supernatural. But it says the presence of Jesus. The presence of Jesus. The presence of Jesus. His kingdom does rule. His kingdom does reign. But as the kingdom carrieth, we've got to learn how to carry the presence of the king. And when you carry and learn how to release the presence of the king or help people step into the presence of the king, there the kingdom has come in that individual's life. If you can lead marriages and families into the presence of the king, there the kingdom comes to that marriage, to that family. Once God begins to touch individuals, marriages and families, then you begin to see an extension of the kingdom of God in, that, in, that, in those lives. It's one soul at a time, one family at a time. My goal is to lead one, one family to Jesus every week. And so far, every week I've been leading a family to Jesus bringing them to Jesus. I want to encourage you. Do something you've never done before. Take your action where it's never been before. You've been given a tool. Now you can apply it. You can be a, you can be a hooey hooey or a dewey dewey. See, there are, there are 12 apostles. There's only one out of 12 got out of the boat. I hope that's not a stat, a statistic. Only one out of 12. Be that one in 12. Be that one in 12. He gets out of the boat this afternoon. Go home. Pray for your kids. Pray for your family. Pray for your spouse. Pray for somebody. Pray for your dog, your cat, whatever. Pray for somebody. Just start applying what you've learned. Put it into practice in Jesus' name. Just right now as we close. While every head is bowed, eyes closed, please. I, I want to sh- just give an opportunity for anybody who's here today. And if you've known about Jesus, but you never actually, you don't have a, a relationship with Jesus. Can I just tell you that Jesus loves you so much? That when you were born... You were born with a thing called sin. You were infected with sin like us all. But Jesus came on the cross to die for that sin. See, sin has cut you off from a relationship with God and it's cut you off from your destiny. But Jesus died on the cross and his death on the cross was to forgive us, to forgive you of that sin, to reconnect you back to God and to reconnect you back to his destiny for your life. And if you, if you feel you want to be reconnected to God this morning, you want to connect yourself to Jesus Christ, would you just, while every head is bowed and eye closed, would you just lift your hand just to indicate, because I'd love to include you in a prayer right now. If you want to be, conclude me in that prayer, where you just, Lord, I want to connect to you. I want to connect to you. If you want me to connect you, you know, to pray that prayer, to include you in that prayer, why don't you just lift your hand right now. If you want me to include you in that prayer. Just over there, one, two, three, four, kia ora. Anyone else down there? Kia ora, five, six. Anyone else? You want to connect? Want me to pray that prayer for you? Is there anybody else? Just raise your hand. At the back there, kia ora, kia ora. Anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I think I saw one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, those seven or eight just raise their hand and want to connect to Jesus. Um, I'm going to have this cutter here for you right now. Um, would you mind just come on down here? I'd like just to sort of, you know, get up close and personal. So no my, how do my? Come on down. And Jess, would you stand behind her, darling? No my, how my? Anybody else? Anybody? 
you know that Jesus is real, but he's sort of distant. Um, I know my wife is real, but she's not distant because I've got a relationship with her. Echo man. You can't. You can't yeah. And so if God's distance, then you need to have a relationship with him. Eh? Oh. So what I'm going to do now is just pray this karakia. Ask you to say it from your, from your heart, from your wairua. Because he hears. I can't give you this, but only he can. Did this uh, 38 years ago. I was drowning. I was nearly dead 38 years ago through a drug overdose. And as I was about to die, someone stood next to me and laughed at me. said, got you now. I didn't believe in God or the devil, but there's something evil said, I've got you. It was then friend of mine who became a Christian two weeks before two months before, he said, Norm, one day you need to call the name of Jesus so in my mind, I couldn't speak because my mouth was covered with vomit, I couldn't breathe in my mind I said, Jesus help me, and as soon as I did that, he deactivated that plan over my life and activated heaven's plan I've been walking with him ever since he's restored my life, our marriage our, our tamariki, I have eight mokapuna, all love God he's changed our lives, and he'll change your life too, because he loves you so if you just say the same karaki that I said, Jesus Christ, I believe you died for my sin. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart. God raised you from the dead and you're seated at the right hand of God. Please wash me with your blood. Fill me with your spirit. Guide my feet in the path and the plan you created me for. Release your angels to watch over me. Thank you, Father, that you love me. I receive forgiveness, reconnection, and your aroha. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just thank you for my brother. I thank you for the touch of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, Father, just for the wonderful touch of the Holy Spirit upon my sisters. I see in the Faka Papa, I see back there in these five generations that Ihu visited the Iwi. Iwi. He visited the Hapu and he put his wairua on them. And down the generations it came, but then there's a generation when it got spread out. And, the water, and it became a desert, a barren place. But the Lord, Ihu, he's breathing his breath, and he's bringing that wairua tapu back. And he's bringing it back to, to, your, to your hapu, and he wants to use it to flow into your iwi. And I, I decree that your destiny, your feet, have been anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And my brother, you come from a line of warriors, a long line of warriors, but the enemy has tried to make the warriors slaves. But this day, Ihukuraiti, he has broken the yoke of slavery. And he releases you back into that warrior line. Young warrior, 
na tama o te atua o i kraiti eh the warriors na wahni na wahni tua o i kraiti the warrior son and the warrior daughter of God you've been called you've been called to a war a war against your people a war against humanity but be of good cheer for the king has conquered all the king has dominion and reign over all and as you allow him to reign in your heart and allow his dominion to extend into your heart then that dominion of his aroha for it's a dominion of aroha it will begin to flood your fari flood your tamariki it will flood out of you and you shall be a flood wherever you go that that flood of the wairua tapu will flow through you in such a wonderful wonderful way and that bless that calling upon your life in Jesus name eh eh tribal tribal people tribal people we are tribal people the sense of belonging in tribe but the enemy is trying to get you belong to his tribes and his tribes have no hope no end and no 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 future and uh but God has watched over he sent angels he kept angels and and the reason you're alive today is because of those miraculous interventions and those miraculous interventions those those, those so-called uh accidents that could have taken you out did not take you out because he watched over you because there's been an old uh uh queer uh, uh, and lifted up a karakia on behalf of a mokapuna and you are one and that karakia has found its place today and that uh, that that activation of that karakia has found uh, the entrance for the holy spirit to touch you today my my brother you are a warrior you're called to walk a new a new path this day and that path has got one king only one king under the true king itanga we could i see a decree that uh, hell's plan disconnected and heaven's plan reconnected over your life my brother Sweetheart, you have you have a gift. You have a gift to see things in the spirit. No, you're not crazy. The things you see are real. God has given you a prophetic gift. And uh in in the in the past, they've been in the family line and the Fano line back there. This gift has been taken but it's not been used to build a name for Ikoraiti. It's not been used to build a name for Jesus, to build a name for people. But Jesus gives you his name that you use this gift to build a name for him. That uses gift to edify, to encourage, to exhort, to bless and to help his people and to bring a great name for his people. And uh, as you walk in his name and follow in his name, in his name, he will use you to use this gift to bless many many people a blessing gift in Jesus name sanctify it set it apart for the glory of your kingdom in Jesus name every generational uh, makutu uh, back to the seven generations and let it be broken now tahi rua toru a heart with a great capacity a great capacity of love because the greatest love is his love and there's no human heart that can contain the love of god 
but God gives you a heart beyond the human heart. He gives you His capacity. He gives you His heart. And oh, honey, I see your arms. Would you stretch your arms out, darling? Just stretch your arms out, uh, out that way. Okay. And now, now you could only hug one or two people, but God's going to cause your arms to grow around a whole town and hug a whole town. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then in the days to come, it's going to grow out, and it's going to go around, around some nations. It's going to begin to hug nations for the love of God. And God's going to reveal His name through your love and through your hug. It's just a ministry of hugs. But in that hug, there's a love of God. There's an aroha mai. There's an aroha nui. There's that big love of God because God has put His love in your heart. And that love is going to heal sick people. That love is going to heal broken hearts. That's what you're feeling on you right now. That's the angel being, that's the angel standing beside you. There's a bro behind you too, but it's not. There's an angel standing behind you too. And he's he's being assigned to help you in your deployment. Take one step forward, sweetheart. One, two, three. For any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, all things are passed away and all things are made new. For he who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And greater is he within you and me than he that is in this world. For we are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. We are blessed when we go out. We are blessed when we come in. For the hand of God lifts you up and sets you above all nations on the earth. And you are blessed, blessed, blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Pastor Norm. Thank you so much for coming and your ministry. It's been wonderful. Why don't you just put your hands together for Pastor Norm? Jess.